0: grapes that we have planted here right now, we have about seven acres planted. That was just our first year. Um, We have Syrah, Merlot, and Cab Franc for our reds. And then for our whites, we have Albarino, Sauvignon Blanc, and Chardonnay.
1: So welcome back to another, uh, say another out of state uh, episode of Virginia Wine TV. And what I thought it would be a good idea is to visit some of the border states of Virginia just to see what kind of uh, similarities or differences they have with the Virginia wine industry. So today we're at Old Westminster Winery, just outside of Westminster, Maryland and I have Lisa Baker with me, who's the winemaker here. Yes. So thank you Lisa. So uh, just first of all, just tell us a little background about the winery and why you decided to start a winery.
0: Sure, um, basically this, this came to be um, through the family really. Um, it was initiated through my mom who had the idea. Um, we have all this land here in Maryland, we don't know what to do with it. Um, we started looking into the financial push behind it and Um, kind of the logistics of what it would take to be a premium Maryland winery. And we talked to my brother and my sister and everyone was on board. My sister is a marketing major and I'm chemistry and my brother's business. And we had no intentions of joining the wine industry. Um, And then we kind of we we started doing research and we all fell in love with the idea. And after that, it was it was we were all on
1: board. Uh, Well, nice. Well, it's also I mentioned earlier, you guys all must get along we uh, are best siblings friend. and uh, the business partners
0: yes definitely we're absolutely each other's support in everything we do All
1: right, so uh, to start a, I mean, it's difficult to start a new winery. In Virginia, it seems like there's a, a new one opening up every other week. Right. Um, and the state government is very supportive. Counties are supportive. What, what about the environment here in Maryland, um, both the state level and the county mm-hmm. level?
0: Right. It's It's very similar to Virginia. Um, they do a lot of grant opportunities for, for new up-and-coming wineries as far as planting and as far as building. Um, they really like the idea. Obviously, there are definitely some, um, some pushbacks as far as... Um, the tax part of it and and the, the small details but as far as the support in the agricultural part of it mm-hmm. they love it
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well i'm saying that's the same reason virginia mm-hmm. i mean virginia we if everyone saw a couple weeks ago we had governor mcdonald and he said you know agriculture is the biggest uh, industry in the state right and that's still probably true with with maryland or very close right and so um so we're here westminster is west of baltimore sort of northeast i guess of frederick your business model, you were telling me, is that mostly all your sales will be out of the tasting room. So in Virginia, there's a big wine tourism industry. People go out of the cities. They go visit. Right. And is, that, so is that your business model here?
0: Yeah, we would like to keep definitely small premium. Um, we we want to bring in a lot of attraction here. Um, we, we like the personal relationship that we keep with Um, that we want to keep with the people who buy our wine. We don't want them to just come in and buy our wine and leave and and not know who they are. Um, So we want them to feel like they're really part of something and that we're really doing something um, extraordinary here, which we feel like we are. Um, So that's really our main goal is that we want want people to come out here and really see what we're all about um, and see that we're into making really great um, premium Maryland wine.
1: And you mentioned that you're gonna be a small boutique. Yep. Um, and so you're, you're going to shoe the uh, the festival model, the sweet wines, and you actually have some interesting wines that you've planted, or grapes that you've planted. You want to mention, right?
0: That? Yeah. Um. So the grapes that we have planted here right now, we have about seven acres planted. That was just our first year. Um, we have Syrah, Merlot, and Cab Franc for our reds, and then for our whites, we have Albarino, Sauvignon Blanc, and a Chardonnay.
1: Yeah. So I love the wines that you have. This, uh, you don't see right. very much at all. In Alberino, obviously, you have Black Ankle, and that's, uh, even in Virginia, we have Chrysalis, I think, might be the only uh, winery we make in Albarino. Right. Um, so okay. for now, so you just <laughs> put it in there, so maybe just about two years. Right.
0: right, we're going to we're gonna wait until the third year, mm-hmm. um, and, and so for the first, this past harvest, which was our first year, so no, first, okay. we, we didn't take any fruit. And then again, this coming harvest, we're not taking any fruit. And then the third, the third fall, we'll actually, we'll finally use some of our own grapes.
1: So obviously, you have to understand wine sourcing grapes, and Correct. one of the grapes wineries is actually Chatham Winery, that's in the Eastern Shore of Virginia. It is. So how did how did that come about that relationship?
0: That relationship was actually initiated through a consultant. Um, my brother kind of picked it up um, after they were introduced to each other and started talking, went down and saw the, um, the vineyard, and um, we kind of just started talking with them. We really loved the fruit that they had to offer. Um, we loved the decisions that were being made um, as, ba- as far as um, the fruit quality went before mm-hmm. we actually harvested. We were talking with um, John Wainer pretty much every day. He was telling us what he was gonna do with his fruit and what he was suggesting for us. And and we really loved it. They they gave great suggestions. Mm -hmm.
1: And so that's actually what we're drinking now is Mm -hmm. um, grapes or wine from Chatham. Um, And this is the Merlot. And so this has actually only been two months in Oak?
0: Two months in Oak Barrel.
1: And so what is the final plan for this?
0: The final plan is that this is um, going to be blended through um, some of our other our other varieties that we have, and then we're also going to make um, a blend that is the majority work of Chatham's um, Chatham's Merlot. Mm-hmm.
1: Now you, we also we have a bottle here of Rosé. Was this Rosé from the, the bleed? From the, these grapes?
0: No, it was not. This was actually this is one
1: hundred percent. You should have read the label. This is Maryland This is a one hundred percent Maryland
0: rose, which which we really love. Um we do have a another blend from the two thousand eleven vintage um rose, which is a blend has some Chatham um, bleed in it from from this Merlot that we're drinking, but this one this one actually that we're sitting we're sitting behind is not. Right.
1: And this is me This is your very first bottling it for, is. The, for the winery. This is
0: my pride and joy. Mm-hmm.
1: And so what um, I, I should mention is that they're, they're not open now. It would be actually another year till they're officially open to the public. Correct. But you also have, have a century club um, that people right. can actually come and start tasting and buying into future. So you want to explain Right.
0: That. Yeah, absolutely. So we had this um, idea after talking to some people from the Maryland wine industry um, that really no one in in the in the actual state is pushing for and that's a century club so it's an exclusive league of 100 members that um, you sign up for this club and you have the opportunity to come out for tours and tastings like we did today directly from barrel Um, and then you also have the opportunity to purchase wine futures um, which is obviously wine still in barrels after you've tasted it you can see what you like and go ahead and purchase those Um, and we it's it's we like it the most because it's again the personal relationship and um it's and it, and it provides like an exclusive feel mm-hmm. for for our customers
1: yeah and this is actually very nice right now i mean it's uh, i mean it's just for two months in the barrel i mean this is going to be nice and right. you know for people in the century club you can actually come out and see the progression as the wine you know matures because it won't be bottled again for another year
0: right so the, the idea behind those tours and tasting is that you can come out the century club member, members come out as many times as they would like in the next year until this is bottled and kind of track the progression of, of all of the wines that we have um, available right now. And it's it's been really cool to see the people who have come out more than once already and it's only been in, in barrel for two months and mm-hmm. already noticed the changes that are going on with the wine. And it really does, it just provides such an experience.
1: And so what I do have to, you're gonna get used, you have to get used to this question because you're gonna get it a lot. Um, so you wanna tell everyone how old you are?
0: I'm 23. So, (laughs) I mean, obviously
1: you're the youngest wine maker probably (laughs) in Maryland, um, probably if you're in Virginia. So how, um, but you're a chemistry major and so a lot of wine making is, is chemistry. Right. But, um, we talked about earlier, I mean, you still need to know the processes of how wine develops in a barrel, the whole processes of, you know, just developing a palate. Right. So how have you adjusted (laughs) or, or starting to train yourself on that?
0: right even though i am 23 um, i really have i've trained a lot um, just by drinking wine really it's the experience that that i've had even with tasting from the barrel i can see um, like i said earlier just like the different changes at different stages Um, during a ferment a wine tastes so much different than the grape that it started with and then when it's in barrel it tastes so much different and then finally once it's in bottle i've even tasted the rose just be just be such a different wine than i thought it was going to be from the beginning and, um, I'm super proud of that. And I, I love the fact that, that I've been able to follow that and like really, um, be privileged to, to drink wine mm-hmm. and, um, through those, through that experience, um, with those tastings and that experience, er, and, um, like working with my brother a lot and my family and our consultant, just really every day trying one two three different wines comparing them talking about the structure talking about what we're smelling and what we would what we would change and where the mouth feel is and where the holes are and and we, we try and focus now more where the structure of the wine not so much oh this is black cherry not so much like the specific flavors because we can't change that
1: exactly so. or imperfections you can find exactly. the wine um, right you know whether there's any reduction that you know made it through mm-hmm. and um, so it's a neat thing also with this being a family winery is that you know not only can you see a progression of wine in the barrel but you know if, if people join the century club or start coming out here they'll be able to see see your perf- you know um going forward as a winemaker you, know, you can see right. you you know the changes that you've made year to year as you develop
0: it's true um i definitely i i was telling you earlier i used to introduce myself as a first year winemaker and just say you know it's kind of like a defense mechanism for i don't really know what i'm talking about and even now i find myself um being much more confident in the things mm-hmm. that i know as a winemaker and um and really not being scared to admit if I don't know something Mm -hmm. and really wanting to learn about that. And it, it, it's funny because I am only 23 and we're talking about being a woman in the Maryland wine industry earlier. Um, I kind of shied away from it at first. Mm -hmm. And now it's been, people are just keep saying that I keep like stepping up to the plate almost. Mm So it is, it's, it's funny to see that change.
1: Well, You have your first bottle out. So you, I mean, you're, you're (laughs) a professional winemaker now. So congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you. And so we're, you know, this, um, For those in Northern Virginia, we're not too far away, and there's a lot of surrounding wineries here. It's a nice place to come and spend the afternoon, just like if you are gonna head out to Loudon or Out 66 or any other Virginia wine trail. So thank you again, Lisa, and uh, we'll see you next time.